Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Thanks for joining us this week on Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril, your local financial coach right here in Cincinnati and Dayton. This is your chance to listen to a show that's going to help you navigate a little bit better through that financial world. Dan and his team at Matson and Capril have offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and in northern Kentucky as well. And Dan's a certified financial planner. Dan, thanks for joining us this week. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, although I'll admit I'm having a little bit of election fatigue. But I guess since this <laughs> cycle's gone on for two years, that's to be expected. But it's almost over. So, uh, um, I don't know. It was interesting. Um, you know, I'm not really a big fan of debates because, I mean, they're, they're all set up for TV. They, they don't have the, quite the discussions that we used to have. Yeah. But uh, I'm still convinced whoever wins, it's not going to make that much of a difference when it comes to um, a lot of things. And um, But nonetheless, uh, you know, if you're, not, if you're not registered to vote, do so and, uh, you know, get ready. This could be a very important next four years. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but I definitely, and I'm sure like a lot of our listeners, I'm, I'm feeling the fatigue right now. It's, uh, that's a great time of the year. You got uh, the World Series will be starting soon. Football started, college football. NBA starts soon. So other things to look forward to other than the election. My ideal debate would be, you know, no pregame, no, no like yeah. Super Bowl pregame from the networks. It's yeah. just, it just, it's, you know, it's a, it's like a special report kind of thing where it's normal program. They come on and say, now the special report, the debates of 2016. Oh, I see. Just uninterrupted. Just, they just interrupt. Just, yeah, you just boom. Just come in right at the top of the hour. I mean, it can be publicized when it's going to happen, but just it comes yeah. in at the top of the hour and then it's just a quick explanation of the rules. But let them actually converse and let it be a conversation rather than yeah. who can have the best zinger. Yeah, and there's so much emphasis on television, a little self-criticism of sort of our media industry is. Oh, without question. It's just so much about entertainment and high energy. You have to have snappy shots and high energy, and nobody can talk for too long. Let's have a real discussion about our country. But I'll tell you, there's one interesting thing. Living in an thing ideal that, world here, Dan. Yeah, the one interesting <laughs> that did come out. I mean, we talk a lot about tax planning on this show, and look, I admire somebody who's bold enough to say, you know, if I've used the code to my advantage and I've paid yeah. no tax, that would be smart. Um, and exactly. And that's what we're trying to get all of our listeners to do is to use the code properly so that they minimize that. I mean, the other issues are all important too: market rates of return and protecting yourself against the unforeseen. But listen, folks, you know, 70,000 pages in that code. There's a lot of proactive steps you can take to minimize taxes, if not now, but certainly in the future. So I was actually, I was thrilled to finally see somebody being willing to say, look, you're, you're not obligated to pay more than you should. And that's exactly right. Yep, absolutely. It's uh, There's a difference between dodging taxes and then just properly planning around them. Exactly. And if you're going to use the code properly, then uh, that's to your advantage. And, and you should. And I admire somebody who takes the time to do that. 
you know, rather than someone who feels that it's their moral obligation to pay as much to the IRS as they possibly can. If you feel that way, this is not the program for you. If you feel, though, that you should keep as much as you are legally required to keep, then clearly we're going to give you a lot of strategies along that way, especially today. Lots of good stuff coming up on today's show with Dan Capril. We'll be talking about how couples screw up retirement. That should be a fun conversation. Also, what role does overconfidence play in your financial planning? And entails from the tax side, Brad Pitt will make an appearance. Uh, if that doesn't entice you, I don't know what will. <laughs> All that coming up on today's show. But first, we want to answer some questions from listeners here in the area. By the way, if you have a question, go to quizdan.com to submit it. That's quizdan.com. The first one comes to us from Rocky in Anderson. Rocky says, I need about $5,000 to live on each month in retirement, and my Social Security and pension will total about $5,300. Does this mean I'll be able to leave my entire 401k behind to my son? Rocky's forgetting not, about Rocky. something. Yeah, isn't he? well, there's a lot of things here, Rock. So, first of all, I, I assume that when you say you need $5,000 to live on each month, Rocky, you are, um, that means net of tax, that you're not expect, that's not before tax, that's net of tax. So certainly if that's the case, understand that your pension benefit and your social security benefit will be taxed. So you're not going to be netting out $5,000 um, from them. Or you're not going to be netting, you know, you're going to be getting 5,300 gross. You're going to get considerable less than that. So, um, so you're going to need a pull from somewhere else to make up the difference. Also remember this, whatever you pull from the 401k, well, that's going to get taxed. And also remember this, whatever you leave your son in your 401k, that's going to be taxed. So you also have to factor in inflation. You may feel that you need $5,000 a month now, but at 4% inflation in 18 years, you'll need $10,000. So it's great that you've got a pension and a social security that are meeting most of your needs. It's fabulous. But to, um, to, to conclude that you're not ever going to need to tap into your savings, well, that might be the case, but it's probably not. Now, keep this in mind. So much of what you've got here, Rocky, is, uh, um, is a ticking tax time bomb, not only for you, but for your son. There's actually ways that you could leave your son the exact amount sitting in your 401k completely tax-free. Um, number of strategies that you could do for that. Uh, so, you know, if, if anyone has a desire to leave assets to their heirs, uh, there are a number of strategies that can be employed where those assets are left to them with, without any income tax implications at all. In fact, that's a lot of the things that we talk about at our workshops, at our retirement rescue workshops, where we discuss the things that you can do to have a tax-free retirement. Now, these aren't these dinner seminars that people go to that are you know put on by annuity salespeople at steakhouses. One person ends up paying the whole dinner because they, they're the one person who bought the you know, the, the uh, high commission annuity. No, no, no. These are courses that we teach in universities throughout the area um, designed to help you alleviate some of the biggest burdens you're faced with in retirement. And without question, in my opinion, the biggest burden is taxation. The taxation on, on all of your, just about all of your benefits, unless you take proactive steps, strategic proactive steps to minimize that tax. So we've got a, uh, two workshops coming up, as a matter of fact, in October, uh, the 11th and 18th. They're both Tuesday nights, 6.30 p.m. We're going to be teaching them at Indiana Wesleyan University, which is in Westchester. It's just off of um, I-75. Uh, and um, they're free. 
So we give away uh, water at these. We don't give away steak dinners. <laughs> we give water. But these are educational. These, these are our way to inform our listeners about this issue, This what I like to call the ticking tax time bomb. So to register for this is very simple. And Rocky, um, I really recommend you do this because you, you really have some issues here with taxation uh, that are going to affect what you can leave to your son. Uh, text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Again, SEMINAR to 555-888. You can also go to rescuemy401k.net. Uh, that's another way. Or you can give our office a call at 844-QUIZ-DAN. So a number of ways that you can register for this. But yeah, without question, um, you've got some issues here. And uh, we want to make sure that you um, uh, that you take the proper steps. So check it out on that seminar. But don't ever underestimate the impact taxes and inflation are going to have on your savings as you retire. That free seminar is right around the corner, and uh, slots do fill up quickly, so I encourage you to just be uh, on the list now. Go ahead and secure your spot October 11th and 18th. You pick the night that works best for you, and the number to text is 555-888. And in the message field, you just write the word SEMINAR and text that to 555-888. Click on the link that we'll send right back to you and fill out the information. doesn't take but, oh, 30 seconds or so, and you'll be registered for the seminar and have your spot in line. You can also call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. If you don't have a smartphone, by the way, you'll want to call 844-QUIZ-DAN. One more question here from Charlotte in Villa Hills. Charlotte says... I've tried not to think about the fact that I'm going to have to take money out of my IRAs when I'm 70 and a half because it annoys me that they can force me to take my money out of my own accounts. But now it's only a year away, so I guess I need to start planning. How much am I going to have to take out? Good question. Um, First of all, Charlotte, it's going to be dependent on how much money is in the account. So on the year in which you turn 70 and a half, let's say it's next year, Whatever the value of your account is on January 1st, you're going to have to take out just under 4%. Now, this assumes that your spouse is within, ten, if you're married, is within 10 years of, of your age. If, if they're younger than that, um, there is a calculation that allows you to take out less. But keep this in mind. Every year, you're going to have to take out more. Now, you can certainly reinvest the proceeds, but you have to pay tax on what you're withdrawing. So that that's the problem with, with these accounts is it's great for all the years that you're accumulating money because you're not paying tax. But now it's time to pay the piper. So that needs to be factored into your planning. And, you know, you need to think about what strategies can you take to to minimize that um, that taxation. Now, the good news is if your deductions and your exemptions, if they're greater than the amount that you withdrawn, well, at least for that amount of money, you won't have to pay tax on it. It'll just be perhaps your other sources of income that can come in. But the quick answer to you, Charlotte, it's probably going to be just under 4%. That's a pretty easy answer uh, there, but there's a lot to uh, maybe else consider, Charlotte, now that you're having to worry about uh, taxes and taking money out and all those kinds of things. probably good to get a review of your plan to see exactly where you stand and what you're going to be exposed to when you start bringing that money out, especially now that you're within a year of that happening. 844-QUIZ-DAN. Again, the number to call to maybe get some more details on how you might be affected. 844-QUIZ-DAN your number to call. You can submit a question to be featured here on the show by going to quizdan.com. And we have one last one from Woody in Mount Adams. Woody says, I have a stockbroker that I've worked with for 30 years, long before I even moved here. I like him very much, and I think he does a great job, but I really have no way of knowing. So how can I grade his performance? Well, you know, Woody, if, if you like him, 
that's really all that matters. I think sometimes we get so analytical about this stuff. Understand in the end, it come, when you're working with an advisor, it comes down to, yes, their competence, and do you feel you can trust them? I mean, you look at all the people who have been misled over the years. So if you've got a guy who's been with you for 30 years and he's giving you the return that you need, well, then great. Now, maybe that's the key question. What is the return that you need to achieve your goals? If you said to him, okay, Mr. Broker, I, I need X dollars a month for the rest of my life without going broke, is he providing you a portfolio designed to give you that return over time? So that's a planning question. Um, and I'm assuming, of course, that he's doing that for you. Of course, I'm also assuming he's doing more than just investing your money. I'm assuming he's also helping you to um, address any tax issues that are, are coming up with your portfolio. I assume that he's also um, helping you develop a strategy for risk management, as particularly as you get older, the cost of long-term care. I assume he's doing that, as well as other types of insurance that you need. I assume that he is coordinating things with your attorney to make sure that you're doing proper estate planning along the ways. So if he's doing all those things, well, then that's, and you're satisfied with it, I think that's great. Now, if he's not doing all those things, if he's not giving you holistic advice, well, you've got some gaps, and those gaps certainly need to be filled. So my advice to you, Woody, was first have a long discussion with him. Make sure that he's providing you all of the services that, that you need to have a comprehensive strategy. It would almost be like if I went to my doctor and he only wants to check the left side of my body. Well, that would be silly. I need him to be very holistic and I need him to be unbiased. And, and that's what you should expect in your financial advisor. So when you have our retirement workshop coming up later um, in October, we're going to get into some of these issues and, and particularly we're going to talk a lot about the tax issues. The fact of the matter is that even if you have a broker who's done a fabulous job of accumulating wealth for you for all of these years, how much of that's going to be lost to Uncle Sam? And what are the strategies that you can take to minimize that or maybe even eliminate taxation in your retirement. So I really encourage our listeners, take advantage of these workshops. Uh, we put a lot of time into them. There's no cost. We do them at local universities. These are not designed to sell you quick products or anything like that. They're here to educate. So the way you can um, register, very simple. Text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Again, SEMINAR to 555-888. Or you can call 844-QUIZ-DAN. You can also go directly to the registration um, website, which is rescueMy401k.net. So a number of ways that you can, uh, you can register for these workshops. October 11th and 18th at Indiana Wesleyan University in Westchester, just off of I-75. So great question, Woody. Um, learn a little bit more. Uh, we definitely want to make sure that people understand there's far more to planning for your retirement than just your portfolio returns. In fact, in some, in a twisted way, returns can actually hurt your tax situation. Now, I want you to have returns, don't get me wrong, but we need to make, we need to make um, plans to offset some of the taxable implications of high returns. Very good point. And again, if you want to attend that upcoming seminar that's going to cover issues like we've just talked about over the last couple of minutes, October 11th and 18th are the two nights. You choose the one that works best for you, about a 90-minute class, and you'll learn all about the things you need to do to improve your financial situation, how to save on taxes in retirement, maybe even how to get a tax-free retirement. All of those things we talked about and much more at that event. To register to come, you need to text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. The number you text is 555-888. 
And in the message field, you just put the word seminar. Be sure to click on the link that we'll send back to you and fill out the information, and you'll be registered to come. If you would uh, like to come but you don't have a smartphone or don't like the whole texting deal, uh, you can just pick up the phone and call. A couple of people do that each week, it seems. 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number. That's 844-784-9326. And just let Dan know that you want to come to that seminar. 844-QUIZ-DAN. Much more coming up on today's show. Stay tuned. You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In Cincinnati and Dayton, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. Want more information about Dan Capril and the team at Matson & Capril? Visit us on the web by going to AskDan.com. That's AskDan.com. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt here with you alongside Nikki Early. We've booted Dan out of the studio for a couple of minutes and have brought in financial advisor and uh, wealth coach Nikki Early into the show. Nikki, thanks for being here this week. How are you? I am great. Pleasure to be here. Glad to hear that. Looking forward to our conversation. It's such a pleasant topic. <laughs> We've called it How Couples Screw Up Retirement. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> no, we'll have a little fun with this. But, uh, you know, getting couples on the same page, Nikki, with their retirement plan can often be a pretty big challenge. And so I want to talk about some of the things that couples do often screw up, or maybe a more PC term, the things that they mess up uh, on occasion. And this is just to help people that might fall into these kinds of traps and pitfalls to avoid these sort of things. So we've got a little list here to discuss. The first one that I think we need to bring up is when it comes to pensions. Uh, we see couples all the time making the wrong choice on how to handle the spousal benefit option on a pension. Where are folks going wrong, Nikki? Well, first of all, let's educate everyone. Um, most pensions do offer different ways that they can receive payment or benefit. Uh, there is always that single life annuity option, which is simply going to pay the benefit for the life of the retiree. However, in this situation, if the retiree dies first, that income stream is going to stop and the surviving spouse will not receive the income. So that can be uh, detrimental. Now, pensions also usually offer opportunities for the benefit to continue for a surviving spouse. But, of course, that's going to come at a cost in the form of a lower amount of income or benefit. So you can usually elect to have, like, say, 50, 75, or even 100% of your benefit available to your spouse after you die. But again, that benefit will likely be reduced substantially. So you got to be careful when you're making this decision. Now, there's some things to think about here and, and not fun to think about. In some cases, it could be somewhat predictable which spouse may likely die before the other. Again, not fun to think about, but based on lifestyle and age, uh, medical history, those things need to be taken into consideration when you're making this decision. Now, also, we need to think about the amount of the benefit and how vital it is to your overall income needs. If, you know, it may be such a small amount that losing it really would not be that terrible later in life. 
Also, something to consider is whether or not the pension gets inflationary increases or what we call COLAs, cost of living adjustments. So if the benefit, again, is relatively low to begin with and it's not going to be adjusted for inflation, it might not do much for the surviving spouse later in life. So those are just all things to take into consideration when you're making these decisions. That's a good point, Nikki. And so that's the the spousal benefit option. People often make the wrong choices there. Let's talk about Social Security, another place where couples screw up or mess up their retirement. <laughs> you like that screw up word, don't uh, you? Well, we got to be honest, you know, because <laughs> yes. you only get one shot at this stuff, especially Social Security. I mean, you can't go back and, and change these things. So not coordinating your Social Security claiming strategy, big mistake people make. How do you help them avoid from messing up retirement that way? Yeah. Now, fortunately or unfortunately, this one isn't as difficult as it used to be. There was this Bipartisan Budget Act of 2015, and it took away some of the things that couples could do, um, one of them being restricted applications, and then another thing being a file and suspend strategy. And what these strategies did is they allowed Mary's couples to kind of boost their overall payouts. Now, that's all changed. It's not as complicated, but you can't play the system any longer. So you you know, you can't do those file and suspend or restricted applications like you used to be able to. But when to take benefits is still very important, even though you can't take advantage of those strategies. Again, life expectancy needs to be taken into consideration. There is a definite breakdown point associated with putting off taking your benefits. And what that means is that there's a period of time that you'll have to live in order to recoup the benefits that you didn't receive while you postponed. So in some situations, it it could be beneficial for one spouse to go ahead and and start receiving Social Security while one holds off in order to to let their benefit grow. But in general, um, we don't recommend putting off Social Security if the trade-off is going to be having to spend down your nest egg to make up for the income you aren't receiving in the form of your benefit. So if you're unsure, I know this is all very confusing about when to take benefits, you can go to our website, quizdan.com, and take advantage of a free tool and get a social security timing report. If you go to the website, you really can't miss it. Right when you pull it up, there's going to be a big blue box there that says, when should I start social security? So I definitely would encourage you, if this is a question for you, when to start it, go ahead and go to our website, do the timing report. Uh, Absolutely. So go to quizdan.com to do that social security timing report. That's quizdan.com. Very nice resource and a chance to check in on uh, what might work for you when it comes to social security. You got to get that decision right. So do your homework now. Get that education about social security. It's an important part of your financial plan. It's not your entire financial plan, of course, but an important piece of the puzzle. Hey, what do you know? It's solving the financial puzzle. We like to identify (laughs) those different pieces we need to consider. We're talking about how couples mess up retirement. Uh, Another way, Nikki, is when they don't talk about what they want to do in retirement before they actually retire. A lot of people get there and say, okay, now what? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really important that couples are on the same page. I mean, imagine, I guess, what if you got a couple and he wants to spend summers fly fishing and winters reading, and maybe she envisions summers playing with the grandchildren in the backyard and volunteering in the winter for her favorite charities. Who knows? But couples don't always have the same dreams for retirement. And it does usually take some negotiating to come to terms with what they're going to do. So when couples have these really different ideas about retirement, they really need to lay everything out on the table, and both partners need to say what's important to them. Now, 
also here is knowing what they can afford. So before we get to negotiating where we're going to spend our summers and our winters, we really need to have a good income plan in place for retirement so that we know what's possible for us as a couple and how we can take advantage of all the savings we've accumulated and, and you know, what we're going to do with it and where we want to go, where we want to be. So definitely having a good holistic financial plan that includes how much income you'll have in retirement and what you can afford to do is going to be important here as well. Another area where we see couples mess up their retirement is when there's no coordination, Nikki, with their individual retirement accounts like 401ks and IRAs to be sure that their combined assets are actually working. Couples tend to sometimes just look at all those things individually. Yeah, and if you've heard the show before, if our listeners have heard us before, they're going to remember me saying this likely. Most people have no idea what they're investing in and why. And with couples, if they do know what they're investing in, they still have just accumulated things in their portfolios and they're not sure why. Now, this gets more complicated with a couple because if one spouse has no idea what the other is doing and how that may affect their long-term goals, then that could be detrimental. So they may be investing in ways that are completely at odds with one another. If the pieces of the individual portfolios don't work together from a risk and return standpoint, they may be being very inefficient or ineffective as far as their portfolios and their investment savings are going. We're talking with Nikki Early of Solving the Financial Puzzle fame. She is, of course, a local wealth coach with the team at Matson and Capril here in Cincinnati and Dayton. The number to call, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-QUIZ-DAN, or go to quizdan.com for more information. One last way that we see couples mess up their retirement, Nikki, is when they fail to manage risk in a way that both spouses are comfortable with. One spouse always ends up getting nervous. Yeah, we often have couples with different ideas about how their money should be invested. Now, we never want a client to feel uncomfortable or nervous. That's why we insist on working closely with both spouses. As coaches, our job is to make sure they both know, again, how and why their money is invested the way that it is and how that plays into their overall strategy and then what that overall strategy is capable of providing providing them during retirement. Now, we have to educate our clients and make them part of the planning process. This is so key, again, so they can both sleep well at night and they are both comfortable with how they're invested. Now, if you find yourself falling into any of these traps and, again, screwing up your retirement or being afraid of screwing up your retirement and you want some advice, certainly give us a call. You can get us at one eight four four quiz dan you can go to our website quizdan.com but however you reach out to us just do we'll bring you in we'll talk to you about your particular situation and we'll help you develop a comprehensive plan to make sure that you're not screwing up your retirement again 844-QUIZ-DAN is that number to call 844-784-9326 to reach Nikki Early, Dan Capril and the great team at Matson and Capril 844-QUIZ-DAN 844-784-9326 your number to call Nikki always appreciate the help thanks for joining us today all right thank you Walter look, talk next week yeah look forward to it uh, Dan will be back in the studio coming up next so stay right there you're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle Time for a little puzzle history. We've all heard of and probably have tried to solve the Rubik's Cube. 
It's a 3D puzzle invented in 1974. Did you know it was originally called the Magic Cube? Millions of these cubes have been sold across the world over the years and are so popular they've even sparked competitions to see who can solve them the fastest. At last check, the fastest to ever solve the Rubik's Cube was Colin Burns with a time of 5.25 seconds. The rest of us probably have a long way to go. Let's get back to solving the financial puzzle with Dan Capril. You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril, your local financial coach right here in Cincinnati and Dayton with offices in Cincy, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Your number to call to set up a time to meet or to inquire about that upcoming seminar we've been telling you about, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Dan is the Certified Financial Planner and President of Matson and Capril. Check him out online, by the way, by going to quizdan.com. You know, Dan, as the old saying goes, overconfidence precedes carelessness. And I think there are many areas where we find people that are a bit too overconfident in their financial life, which leads to carelessness and poor decisions in that area. Would you agree, first of all, with that general idea? Oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes, I don't know if it's as much overconfidence as it's just being uninformed. They think things are a little more simple than, than they really are, where they take the current news and they, they move it into the future as if there's some type of momentum hmm. that's going to continue going forward. So, yeah, we see it all the time. Uh, we had a guy just met yesterday, as a matter of fact, had a significant amount of money in one company stock. And I pointed out to him that this particular company stock dropped to eight bucks in 2008. And, of course, the natural question to him is, well, what would you do if, it, if that happened? And he just looked at me like, oh, well, that's not going to happen. I said, well, how do you know that? And then the same token, he was saying how he had a bunch, which was kind of weird. It kind of contradicted himself. because He said, well, I've also got a bunch of cash sitting on the side, and I'm just waiting for the right time to put it in. I said, well, when are you going to know that? And, of course, he has no answer to that. Mm-hmm. So overconfidence, yeah. And a lot of times it's just simply a lack of awareness about how markets work. And again, like I said, we we tend to think it's a bit more simple than it really is. Yeah, that's a great point. Let's talk a little bit more about the stock market. I mean, you mentioned that one example, but is that a pretty often thing where people kind of overestimate their ability to manage the stock market? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I remember when the tech stocks were just booming before they burst. And people would come into our office all the time with these huge returns. I mean, you know, because they were managing on their own. They're putting it all in this dot com and that dot com. 50, 60, 70% returns, not unusual. And of course, I would talk about reversion to the mean. I say, well, that's great. But over time, things tend to get back to their average. So the question for you now is you've been defeating the odds. When are you going to move the odds in your favor? And of course, a lot of times that fell on deaf ears because during that period of time, a very diversified portfolio might have only been up 10% by comparison. And again, it was only until they gave all that money back did they suddenly wake up to the reality that maybe what they should have done is have a diversified portfolio whereby when they do get big gains, they rebalance. They rebalance back so that, therefore, they're ultimately selling a portion of their portfolio while it's high. And conversely, they're, as they rebalance, they're going to be buying a portion of their portfolio while it's low. The other thing that I often see is the assumptions people use. They'll have these outrageously high assumptions as to what their rate of return is going to be, which is fabulous if it happens, but what if it doesn't? I mean, if your plan requires you get 8% every year to be successful, I got news for you people. You got some problems ahead of you. In fact, understand how math works during retirement. Math during retirement is a lot different 
than math during your accumulation phase. When you're working and you're saving for the long term, the only thing that matters is your average rate of return over time. But when you're retired, it's the consistency by which you get return that matters. Because when you have a negative year and you want so much money, X dollars every month to live on, in those negative months, you have to sell more shares to get that amount of money. So even though stocks may come back, those extra shares you sold, they're gone. So consistency of return becomes far more important than does average rate of return. And so, yeah, I mean, overconfidence or at least lack of awareness, big, big problem. I applaud the people who wake up to that reality and realize, yeah, maybe I don't quite have it all figured out. But it is funny when sometimes people come see us and they say they have it all figured out. Of course, my response to them is, okay, well, then why are you here? If you got it all figured out, what do you need me for? Yeah. <laughs> and the reality is they don't have it all figured out. Yeah. They don't really want me to tell them that. What they want me to tell them is, oh, yeah, you've got it all figured out. Because I can see the grin on their eyes. I say, well, I don't think you need me. But it's for a different reason than what they think. I tell them that I don't think that they need me, not because they're doing everything right. I tell them I don't think they need me because I don't think they're going to listen to a word I say. And there is the difference. That's a great point. Now, we're talking about overconfidence. It manifests itself one way, and we see it all the time, in the stock market. Sometimes it's not maybe as egregious as that, though, Dan. It seems like a lot of people assume they'll be fine as, they, as long as they reach that uh, that certain dollar figure. You know, if I can get to a million dollars or, or 1.5 is, is my number. Uh, how about overconfidence in that kind of mentality? Yeah, the, the problem there is, you know, we can have this idea that a certain amount of money is the perfect amount um, because it's, it's, a, it's a nice rounded number, a million, million, five, two million, whatever. The problem is, is that whatever amount of money it is over time, it's not going to be worth as much as it is today. I mean, a million dollars isn't nearly worth what it used to be. And obviously that'll be the case going forward. I can remember as a kid, you know, if somebody was a quote unquote millionaire, that was a big deal. Nowadays, a significant portion of what we would call middle-class people have clearly amassed that amount of assets in their portfolio, and that's fabulous. But again, understand that the costs today are so much greater than they used to be. I mean, you look at healthcare costs and things like that. So we also then have to factor in that so much of our money that we've accumulated for retirement has yet to be taxed. So we really don't have the amount of money that we think we have. The real value, our real net worth, is what the current statement says it is minus Uncle Sam's cut. And Uncle Sam's cut can be as much as 40 45%, depending on what state you live in. So that's a big, big factor. You've got to get that part addressed. You've got to develop a strategy that minimizes or even eliminates taxation during your retirement. Now, I'm not suggesting that you're going to do anything illegal. In fact, sometimes you're going to pay the tax, but you're going to maybe pay the tax differently, or you're going to be paying the tax now versus later, or you're going to pay a tax over a number of years rather than just waiting until you're 70 and a half and you're forced to pull out a very large amount. So a tax-free retirement strategy is incredibly important. It's very important that everyone address this because I got to tell you something. When you look at what our country's faced with, the size of our debt, the aging of our population, the need for a continuing strong military. And then you throw in certain politicians' promises for things like free college education. Well, guess what? They can talk their game that we're just going to tax, quote unquote, rich people. But you know what they consider to be rich people? People who are middle class. They won't say it, but that's who they, because you know what? There aren't enough billionaires. There's so few. You could take every single dollar that they make and you still wouldn't create a dent in the federal budget. 
They're going to have to go after the middle class. And if you go after the middle class, you're going to go after retirees. So retirees and, and upcoming retirees, we have to take steps to protect our portfolio against Washington. Now, how do you do that? Well, one of the things that we've done to help our listeners in that area is we, we have an upcoming workshop at, at Indiana Wesleyan University in Westchester. Now, we're going to teach this on two nights. It's going to be on Tuesday night, October 11th, and another Tuesday night, October 18th, 6.30 p.m. at Indiana Wesleyan University. Now, you have to register for it. There is no cost, but you have to register. I got to know who's going to be there and what supplies I got to bring, et cetera. It's about a 90-minute workshop, and I'm going to take you through the steps, and we're going to use case studies that you can take to protect your 401k, your IRA, your 403b from growing tax rates in the future. So if you want to attend this, the way to register, it's very, very simple. Text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Again, the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Now, when you do that, a web page is going to pop up. It's very important that you complete the web page because if you don't complete the web page, you're not registered for the seminar. A lot of times people will do the text. I think that's maybe like a bookmark. They want to remind themselves later to do it. And I get that, but you got to make sure you go back and actually do it. All right. And when you do that, first thing we're going to do is we're going to, when we mail your confirmation kit, we're going to send you what we call a retirement rescue toolkit. And this is literally a box full of really valuable information about this, these concepts of having a tax-free retirement. And then of course, when you come to the workshop, we're going to apply the principles and show you how to do it. Okay. This is not one of these workshops that a lot of you get invited to where it's a free steak dinner and they, they bring some egghead in who talks about annuities. No, that's not it at all. This is about planning. This is not about buying commissionable products. This is about the strategies that you can do, legal strategies that you can do, tried and true, to lower your taxes so that you can have more in your retirement. So again, text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. If you want to go right to registration, you can, you can go to rescue my. 401k.net or give our office a call 844-QUIZ-DAN and we'll get you registered that way. Lots of great ways to get in touch and register for that upcoming seminar. October 11th and 18th, you pick the date that works best for you. Text SEMINAR to 555-888. Click on that link and fill out the info. If you don't have a smartphone, I'll just reiterate that number for you to call is 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. We're talking with Dan Capril, Certified Financial Planner and the President of Matson and Capril in Cincinnati and serving you throughout the Dayton area as well. We're talking about overconfidence in the financial world. We've seen it and how it uh, kind of makes itself known when people get really overconfident in the stock market or in how much money they need to retire. It's often uh, you know very underestimated in in those different categories. Dan, sometimes we find that people have tried to oversimplify how certain products in the financial world work, and they end up being overconfident in their understanding of what they actually own. Have you seen this often? Oh, I see it all the time. In fact, it's a real problem with people who buy annuities. Now, you know, annuity products can be great, but I see them often misused and oversold. I've heard people say to me, oh, I've been in this product and it guarantees me 7% every year. Now, it does not guarantee you 7% every year. In fact, the first thing you got to ask yourself is, look at what treasury rates are. How could it possibly give you 7% when treasuries are only paying like 1%? Now, what they're doing is they've got this little side account called an income account. And what they're telling you is, Oh, no. Anytime you ask for all your money back, you're not getting 7%. You'll maybe get 1%, 2%, if you're lucky, 4%. None of it's guaranteed. The only thing that's guaranteed with these products is you'll never have a negative year. 
The 7% is on an income rider. It's a complicated formula. But basically what they're saying is if in the future you ask for income, we will give it to you based on a calculation that uses the 7% number. But it's not 7% on what I would call your walkaway money. You know, if you give them, say, a million dollars and you leave it there for 10 years at 7%, you should be able to walk out with $2 million. They're not going to let you walk out with $2 million at all. So there's a lot of, I won't call it smoke and mirrors, there's a lot of complexity with a lot of these products. Uh, we see it in mutual funds too. People think they're in a large U.S. stock mutual fund and they, we look at it and we find out, no, you're buying four or five different asset classes. And the reason for that is because the manager is, is engaged in a selective stock picking and market timing, which is very expensive and usually futile. So there's usually a lack of understanding about what you don't own. It's that old adage, I don't know what I don't know. And if that's the problem, what you need is a very holistic analysis that looks at everything that you're doing, that's not trying to sell you a product, that shows you the direction that you're heading, and shows you the ways that you can improve. And then when the analysis is done, then you can decide how you want to go ahead and implement it. Otherwise, so much of financial planning today, I see people, it's almost like they go to the drugstore and buy stuff before they go see the doctor. They just go buy a bunch of stuff, and then they see the advisor, oh, do I have a plan? That's not the way we do it. Go to the doctor first. Let's get a feel for what you're trying to achieve, and then let's develop a strategy from that point forward. But yeah, I mean, look, financial services products are complicated, and some of them by design. I actually think they want you to be complicated. They want to be complicated because if it, you start seeing them, it's like, oh, this, this maybe isn't as good as it needs to be. So... You know, if you're buying a lot of these products, and, and again, if you're walking out of a quote-unquote advisor's office thinking you're getting a guaranteed 7% a year, people, the light bulb's got to go out in your head. You're not getting 7%. You're not. If that's what they told you, they told you wrong. They explained it wrong. I don't think they intentionally misled you, but I definitely think they only told you half the story, and you need to get the full story to have an understanding because things like that, they don't exist in this world. Yep. Great point, Dan. And uh, let's just touch on one more item here when we talk about overconfidence, and that would be in the decision-making process and how some people are just overconfident. They don't spend enough time really evaluating their options before making a decision. A little bit along the lines of what you were saying, go out and buy a bunch of products and say, okay, do I have a plan here? How can people strike that balance between doing enough research but without then going too far in that direction and overthinking stuff to where they become paralyzed? Well, look, everybody's different. Um, I, I've met do-it-yourselfers who could only do it their way. And I've met other people who need help. And when they find the right person they feel they can trust, they're very coachable. So the first thing you have to understand is you are different. You have to act in a way that's good for you and really a way that's good for your spouse. But again, and not to sound redundant, it really just comes back first with looking at the direction you're currently heading in and understanding that the math usually works. There is no crystal ball. There are no gurus out there. The graveyard is full of them. But anybody who guessed the last market right probably got the next three or four wrong. I mean, Nobel Prize after Nobel Prize has been awarded showing that these gurus don't really exist. I mean, they, they guess, and sometimes you guess right. You get enough people guessing right, it's going to happen. I think the key to first having the balance is first understanding the math that's driving your portfolio. And it comes down to, do you want to try to use the odds to your favor, or do you want to try to beat the odds? 
If you're going to try to beat the odds, understand the house has, there's a reason the casino usually wins. The odds are stacked against you. So just like lotteries, um, you know, I'll never convince a lottery winner that it's stupid to play the lottery, but very few people have ever win a lottery. So it's about understanding what you've got in a more strategic sense. And that's why a holistic plan is really the starting point. Look, if you haven't had one, if you haven't had somebody objectively for a fee, look at everything that you're doing, you should do it. You owe it to yourself because, again, it's like the guy who never goes to see the doctor. Oh, why should I go see the doctor? I'm just fine. Yeah, meanwhile, his A1C is about 8.4. His um, blood pressure is high. His cholesterol is high. But he feels fine. Well, he feels fine for now. He ain't going to feel fine eventually. The math will work. And eventually, you know, the math of, of bad blood tests is going to result in death. So it kind of works the same thing. So. Yeah, this is the type of planning that's important, and this is the type of things we try to share with our listeners so that they are more informed. And again, I would recommend all of our listeners take advantage of the opportunities we're providing you at local universities to learn more. Uh, our, our next round of Retirement Rescue Workshops is going to be October 11th and 18th at, uh, at Indiana Wesleyan University in Westchester. Very easy to register for those. Just text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Again, the word seminar to 555-888 or give our office a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. You can work it that way. But what we're going to do is we're going to get into some of the real problems that people facing in retirement that they're not aware of. And there's nothing simple about taxes. And you can't be overconfident that you've got that one down because, quite frankly, Washington's going to change it all the time. So if you've got money sitting in a 401k, 403b, IRA, we're going to talk about the strategies that you can do so that you can minimize or maybe never pay a dollar of tax on those accounts. So again, text the word seminar to triple five triple eight. You'll get a response link back from me. You've got to fill it out. If you don't fill it out, you're not registered. We'll get you look forward to seeing you at the workshop. Very confident. We've had very good success with these. The people, the feedback that we get, how informative they are, how instructive they are. Uh, we take great pride in that, and we want to continue to do that for our listeners in Cincinnati. Again, that number to text is 555-888. Send the word SEMINAR to that number. Text SEMINAR to 555-888. It's only six digits, 555-888. Click on the link, fill out the information, and you'll be registered for that great seminar. Pick which night works best for you, October 11th or 18th. You just come to one of the two. Unless you just really like Dan, I guess you could come to both, right? Just, oh, if you... yeah, well, that's fine. I mean, the jokes do change from week to week. <laughs> there you go. So uh, come on out, meet Dan Capril, see his team at Matson and Capril at that great event at Indiana Wesleyan University right there in Westchester. October 11th and 18th, text SEMINAR to 555-888. And you can also call to register 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number, 844-784-9326. Thanks so much for listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. There's more coming up next. In fact, tales from the tax side to wrap up the week coming up. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In the Dayton area, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326 to schedule a complimentary review of your financial situation. Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset. There is no escaping from... Tales from the tax side. 
with Dan Caprill. It's time for Tales from the Tax Side here on Solving the Financial Puzzle, a good story from the world of celebrity, athlete, uh, famous, rich person, and then we'll apply it to your everyday life. And we're talking Brad and Angelina this week. Dan, what's going on? So, so sad. America's couple has divorced. Never saw that one coming, did we? No. No. Couldn't have guessed it. I think now that's going to be like, see, that was her third marriage and his second. That's five divorces between them. Oh, my gosh. uh, (laughs) <laughs> well, it's interesting because, um, you know, let's, sadly... Let's, you know, let's model our lives after them, shall we? Oh, my gosh. Can you only imagine? <laughs> but sadly, I do get situations where clients divorce, um, sometimes after knowing them for many years and other situations where um, that's when I meet them. You know, someone's going through a divorce and and, uh, and they want their help. I will tell you this. One of my biggest disappointments, I have a lot of disappointments about the legal profession. But one of my biggest ones has to do in the area of divorce, how consistently assets get undervalued, particularly as it relates to the taxable implications. So like in the case of Brad and Angelina, look, they're both wealthy. So they're just going to go their own ways. They're not asking for any alimony or anything like that. Whoever gets permanent custody, the other one's going to have to pay some type of child support. They have six kids between them. So, But um, you know, my, my guess is they're just going to go their own ways. And, and there's really very little taxable implications initially when it comes to a divorce. But where the tax issues come in is when you're separating assets. So if you had, for example, a half a million dollar home, and a half a million dollar IRA. Those are not the same thing. The half a million dollar home can be sold today, probably completely tax-free because you're allowed to sell your primary home. Uh, There are some rules apply, but for the most part, you should be able to, most primary homes can be sold without uh, much of any taxable implications. But that's not the case with an IRA account. IRA account, in most cases, is completely taxable. So I've seen situations before where, you know, there's a proposal here and it's a split of assets and, you know, I'm asked, what do you think about it? And I'm like, well, they're not even. The numbers are the same, but the tax tax implications are not the same. There's a lot that can go into this. The other thing to keep in mind is some of your assets have a chance to grow a lot more than others. So, yeah, I mean, splitting the baby down the middle isn't always ideal as you look for each asset class. But there has to be some types of trade-off. I've seen situations where, because of tax implications, I've recommended that the split not be 50-50, that the split be more like 60-40, because after tax, then it comes out to be 50-50. So you have to look at this. I mean, the lawyer certainly plays a role, but personally, I've been very disappointed in a lot of the, the legal work I've seen when it comes to valuations. And I think the reason for that is simply because in a lot of cases, the attorneys who handle divorce handle a lot of other things. They're not just divorce attorneys. So they might be doing real estate one day, they might be doing a civil case the next day, they could be doing criminal law, and then they're doing divorce. Well, that's really where where the problems can come in. So if you find yourself in this situation, if you find yourself where divorce is coming or you're in the middle one, you really owe it to yourself to have an independent analysis done of your entire financial strategy. And it's for your protection. It's to be fair to your your future ex-spouse as well. It's not complicated and it's not super expensive. It's not expensive at all. But it is objective. And objectivity is really what's needed. Taxes are a big part of what we do. We have to take the right steps to minimize them. If we don't, we're not going to have nearly the retirement that we think we're going to have going forward. 
so many implications that come into play during divorce that people don't really think about because it it's such an emotional time, and I get that. So the way you can learn more about this is I encourage our listeners, take advantage of our retirement rescue workshops. We've got two of them coming up. October 11th and 18th at Indiana Wesleyan University. That's in Westchester. It's just off of I-75. We're going to talk about a lot of things, but a big one's going to be the taxable implications that you're going to be faced with going forward in retirement and the steps that you can take to minimize those proactively. And if you're in a situation where you're getting ready for a divorce, there's going to be huge implications down the road as to what assets you ultimately split with your future ex-spouse. So be informed. Great thing about these workshops, there is no cost. Uh, we're going to sit there. We're going to develop a strategy. If after the workshop, some of you want to make consultations with us, fine. We're going to be available for that. But if not, you're going to walk away, I think, with some real eye-opening um, ideas, some really good materials that you're going to be able to use in your planning going long-term. So to register, very simple, text the word SEMINAR to 555-888 to get a response back. You have to click on the response, fill out the information, and you're registered. You can also give our office a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. We'll be happy to register you that way too. Again, October 11th and 18th, Indiana Wesleyan University Retirement Rescue Workshop. Again, this is the number that you text, 555-888, and put the word seminar in the message field. So just like you're texting a friend, you're going to text them the message seminar to the number, 555-888. Click on the link that we'll send right back to you, and you can fill out the information. Very brief, doesn't take but a few seconds, and you'll be registered for the seminar. You can also call 844-QUIZ-DAN. 844-784-9326. That is the other way to register for those upcoming events on October 11th and 18th. Pick the night that works best for you at Indiana Wesleyan University in Westchester. 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call. Dan, thanks so much for your time on the show today. A pleasure as always, and we'll look forward to another chat next week. Thanks, Walter. Everybody have a fantastic week. Absolutely. That's Dan Capril, your local wealth coach right here in Cincinnati, Dayton, and the surrounding communities. One more time, that number to call is 844-QUIZ-DAN. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.